Hello, friends. I'm Taylor. And I'm Brittany. Together, we are two sisters who are here to help you learn some tips and tricks to help navigate this crazy journey called life. We bring you the perspective of a licensed LMH therapist and a new mother. And a slightly eccentric mom of two. When you combine us as sisters, we like to consider ourselves as quite the dynamic duo. So join us as we talk about all life has to offer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and hit that follow, like, or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts or updates. If you're liking what you hear, leave us a five-star review. It helps us know what content you like and spreads the love to others to get resources and care for their mental health. Perfect. All right, Tay. Today we are talking about what is self-care. We had kind of shared the definition in the last episode. So Mm -hmm. see if you guys remember that little nugget. So this episode and last episode go a lot together. There's going to be some repeat stuff, but we're going to go more into like actual self-care. I feel like self-care is a very like trendy hot topic right now. You hear it like all the time. So oh, yeah. I wanted to do it in the classic therapy. I was going to say the right way with like air quotations, but I'm not trying to like demean, but you know, like the, the <laughs> best way that we were taught to use it. Uh, so when we looked up the definition for self-care, it says – um, autonomy and self-care and insulation. Wait, no, I don't like that one. <laughs> the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own mental health. But the one that I really liked was the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness in particular, dur- uh, particular during periods of distress or stress. So I really liked how it said protecting because you don't think about self-care as protecting. I think like when I hear about self-care, especially social media and other things like that, we hear a lot of the trendiness of, you know, like treat yourself and all these other things, which that treat yourself, <laughs> I use that all the time. But yeah. it's not necessarily in a way of like protect your well-being. No, it's more like let's go do goat yoga and go on an exclusive girls trip to an adults only hotel and yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's really usually packaged like super selfish or it's packaged as like super trendy, like do all these crazy things. And it's never necessarily packaged as protecting your one's own well-being. And I love that. Yeah. It makes it feel more attainable too because we're something like goat yoga at an exclusive girls weekend is very unattainable for Mm -hmm. very many of us or even something we wouldn't even dream of doing protecting yourself seems more like i should prioritize that Mm -hmm. yeah and for some people protecting yourself will be like my husband likes to go on um friend trips every year brothers trips and because his brothers are all kind of spread apart and I think that's great. Like that, if you don't do that, then you're not protecting the relationships that are most valuable to you, right? Your systems and your families and your friends. He's he keeps friends since he was like third grade, which I think is I know, but he's protected those and he's preserved them, right? And that's a self care thing for him. So if he doesn't continue to maintain those vacations that he's done before, maintain that contact or do Facetime or whatever, then he's going to lose those relationships that actually were really important to him. Does that make sense? But also on the flip side, their vacations are not like at a spa for three days. They're like, yeah. No, no. the last one was in the <laughs> They're woods. They're there to be a part of each other's relationships and lives and catch up. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 And that's where it's, it, is it really like, are you really protecting yourself or are you being selfish or going out of your way to whatever? And that's where you got to decide, like, you know, for us, it's like we go get our nails done or things like that. That's, we're protecting our own well-being in a different way, which we'll get to that later. But I just really like that definition. 
Yes. And the words protecting. So cool. Mm-hmm. So Tay, why is this important? Um, okay. So I kind of said this story back in grad school, but in the last episode, but going back to grad school, I realized that you can really get drained easily if you're not prioritizing yourself. So I, in a job that's um, based around like everybody, like everybody is more important than you are for your job period. That's just how it is. And I think if you are constantly prioritizing the needs of others, your mom does this all the time. A partner can do this all the time. What job you play into what, you know, how you are as a roommate or a friend or whatever it is. If we're constantly prioritizing other people's needs or other people's lives first, it can get wearing on what about me? What about me? Like, does that, you've seen it as like a mom, right? Where it's your kids' lives, like dance mommy world. Yeah. Paired with work, paired with spouse, paired with church callings, paired with all kinds of other things. You get lost. And then you as a person no longer is really you and you don't matter as much. And you're doing a great job trying to juggle all these other things and be a good person and take care of them. But at the same time, it it can drain you. So when we learned this concept of self-care, it was you need to prioritize what's going to replenish you, which is protecting, right? The two words should go together, protection and replenish in this concept. And that's where... I think it made a lot more sense of, oh, right, I need to guard my own well-being in order to help others. Totally, which is so hard to do. It's easy. I mean, much like being the president of People Pleasers Anonymous, I am probably the president of anti-self-carers. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you the president of (laughs) anti-self-carers? You know why. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, even take today, Britt. Like, how burned out are you today? pretty burned out i yeah, remember recording this but it's already been like so many other things and nothing was actually something i wanted to do yeah like everything i have done today since i have woken up at whatever time it was six o'clock this morning and it's four o'clock now but it started I'm, yesterday too because you're you're two days in a row that we had just happen are your busiest days oh yeah so and it's, it's just exhausting non-stop. yeah yeah on top of having to work until like 1 30 in the morning for a client yeah and then it's just easy to get lost for yourself because you're checking all these boxes you're doing all these things for so many other people and then you're just exhausted so then i have had this happen to me time and time again as tay knows where mm-hmm. it's it literally and i think we've mentioned this before just depleting everything my body has because i have given so much to not me i'm back to the point where i give myself two injections a day and i'm on like a bazillion and a half supplements like it's just trying to like recharge it the oxygen mask analogy like we had mentioned last Mm -hmm. time just trying to recharge who i am so that i can keep doing everything everybody else expects but back to our people pleasers i should you know boundaries but yeah so how are we gonna Brittany? you're gonna be our case study today yay sister Wait, Cole, let's talk about you because you're you're better at balancing things. No, but this is a perfect application because this is the thing is we I'm not perfect, by the way. Like we all no, know no, I you're better at like your no. self-care. <laughs> you're not selfish, but you're better than I am. Well, I mean given the bars, like I was like, you're cat, pretty easy example. to be. Well, not even cat. Like cat's a good thing. A uh, mouse. Fat. <laughs> Like little... Gus Gus from Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. Gus Gus from Cinderella could jump over me. I was trying to think, oh, the, the bulldogs. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking like a fat little bulldog oh, that I could like that. as high as they can jump is how high I hear the bar is. 
<laughs> but this is I'm what we end up really with. low, <laughs> really low. And even then, I don't think you would have like gone and realized okay what i need right now is self-care unless we were uh, we were forced to do this podcast today and record mm-hmm. and this is our subject today like As i'm giving her the bug eyes like i, I hate you <laughs> sorry i remember too like there was a really stressful time in my life a few months back remember when my husband lost his job during the tech layoffs and mm-hmm. there were so many things happening in life and I was really stressed out and I was working hard homeschooling kids blah 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 of crap being a dance mom the whole thing and Taylor was like we're going to get our nails done and I was like I remember being so touched in that moment because I was like I can't afford to go get my nails done what, like are you kidding me and she's like this is important I'm taking you to get your nails done mm-hmm. and we are prioritizing you for a second. And I remember being like tearing up about this because the last thing I thought of in that moment was, Oh, I guess I should take an hour to do something that helps me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But the only way I learned that was by burning myself out. And that's where I think you're great for this conversation today, even though you don't want to be here doing it <laughs> because we've all been at that point where we're done. And I've only, I preach this all the time, not because it's what's been preached at me, but because it's what I've lived, right? And that's where I was to the point where I just wanted to quit hiding a hole and do nothing. And then honestly, I got my dog. And like, as stupid as that sounds, Koa was the one that really taught me the lesson of self-care because I had to take care of him. But then if I wasn't like available to get out of bed because I was so tired to take care of him or whatever it was, I failed as a dog mom, which I mean, it sounds really (laughs) dumb, but that. (laughs) <laughs> but this dog is my world. So that's where um, he taught me this lesson of like, I'm important. I deserve to be loved because he loved me unconditionally no matter what. So why would I love myself unconditionally when this little creature can love me unconditionally, right? And the yeah. more and more I burned myself out in grad school and the more that I was giving away, the less I had to be present at home with him or with myself or to call my mom or to call you or like have relationships that are really, really important to me. And that's where, you know, like – yeah, I do force you to do self-care half the time because I'm like, we're done with this game, but you, you hit the burnout and we're like, we're over this. And now my other one for you is here, hold my baby, take my child oh, and hold him. I will do that. <laughs> I did it See? the other night and I was like, wow, this is the most I've sat down and I don't even know how long. But you just sat there and watched a movie. I know. Well, it was know. half a movie. But That's true because we had to go home and feed him. But I was like, Matt Steven was like, I don't know the last time I saw her just sit. And I'm like... That never <laughs> like we don't just watch you <laughs> exactly. But th- those are the moments where it's really important to take those moments to be mindful. But y- it's really hard. So, Bernie, what do you need for your self care today? I need to be mindful. <laughs> no, that's a packaged answer. I'm very good at like pointing Silly. the finger. You know, like my little guy on the way home from school today, he was very overstimulated after a full day at school and it was hot outside on the playground and yada, yada, right? Like he was, he's seven. I know we've talked about dancing before, but he just got in the car and he was just a ball of fire, like not a good ball of fire, like a feisty, you know, punching at his sister and all kinds of that. He was scary. I heard him on the phone. Yeah. And so it was one of those where I'm really good at pinpointing and saying, Anson, you need to breathe. I need you to count to four. Breathe in, breathe out. Put on some calming music. Would you like a snack? (laughs) It's so easy to pinpoint to others where things, you know, such as like Tay, it was really good for her to be the outsider to be, hey, you're having a hard time. We're going to go get our nails done. You need to do something for you. 
But it's hard to look at yourself sometimes and say, this is what I need. Because I see the task list. I feel like it's also, for me at least, this was my issue, is a pride thing. I feel like I'm really good at taking care of others. And I don't need others to take care of me. Like, if you try and serve me, it's really hard. Everybody knows that. It is. It drives me bat poop crazy. Even as a sister, I can say that. Mm -hmm. um, You are, like, one of the only ones, and my mom and my husband, that I will let. But I still have to shove myself in sometimes. No, that's the thing. There have been times where I'm literally like, no, I am here. There was was one time. I was pregnant, and it was super bad. Driving Nats into the airport or picking them up from the airport. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And Tay was adamant. She was super pregnant. He was coming back from his awesome guys trip. I think I was at like 36 weeks. No, I wasn't. I had banks at 37. So I was at 33 or 34 weeks and I was super pregnant. Yeah. And you weren't feeling well. And I finally was like, (sighs) it was like later at night. I'm coming over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm bringing you dinner and we're driving to the airport. Like, (laughs) yeah. But you still were like saying no to me. So. But that's where in that moment that is what you needed, and that what that was a better self care, right? So sometimes, like, like I'm not perfect at this. I get prideful. I get like I don't need this. I can go harder. I'm like very like uh, I can tough it out. Like I, you know, I, I'm fine. I'm not important kind of person, and I feel like I've noticed that in a lot of people where it's like I don't want to be an inconvenience. I don't want to like cause problems. I don't want to blah 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 blah, and that can be really hard to overcome. But the more that I learned my burnout triggers the more it helped does that make sense so the more that i like started being able to see these are my symptoms of burnout like um procrastination increases for me adhd symptoms increase for me inability to organize shut down easier um my toe cramps that's a somatic one right now i was carrying out a box and i could barely lift it (laughs) yeah does your eyeball start to twitch? Oh, you already know it does. I look yeah. like a weirdo. Sometimes when I get in our go modes, though, so it's either procrastination or I overperform and I overdo things because I'm over trying. I mean, there's a whole list, but I started to learn those. Migraines, in grad school. lack of sleep, or feeling overtired. It's kind of funny. It's like really. Yeah, it's like one or the other. Yeah. 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 So the better that you can get it, like recognize them yourself, the more you can do it. But then it's the pride thing of can you actually admit that you need the help or can you admit that you need to do something for you and see that that there's more power. And if I pause and stop this and go do this, that I can actually continue what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I did do a good job at that last week. Uh, Anson had a double ear infection and I went to Costco to get his prescription. And in that moment, I took a moment of self-care and I bought myself pumpkin pie. <laughs> I was so jealous. So I was like, I want pumpkin pie. It's like, I don't, I don't drink. So a lot of people maybe would turn to a glass of wine or something. But for me in that moment, I was like, I need a pie. That's just going to fix it. (laughs) I think that's awesome though. I need pie. (laughs) Pie is the answer. In that moment though, that is, that is what I needed. I know that's, but that's And I acknowledged it. Given us one out of like a bazillion, but still. You did, but you did it, right? And that's where the more that we can practice at 1%, the more that we're going to improve upon it. Cause that's what I used to do. Or like, I need to go for a walk. Like the exercise really calms me down, but I just don't like to make the time for it at times. And that Mm. can be really hard too. Or, you know, like. I need to go watch a show, but that's really inconvenient or I should be doing something else or shoulds are where we, if you notice you're shitting a lot more in your head, like I should be doing this, I should be doing this, that you're probably near burnout. Shitting sounds like a bad word. (laughs) Yeah. 
But it becomes but, a bad word. <laughs> and then that's part of where it goes back to like the expectations too, though. Mm-hmm. Like who's placing these expectations on us? Who said that you should do that? Who said that A, B, and C should be done? I mean, I'm saying this as Taylor knows. I just gave her my whole entire checklist for my Friday. And she's probably laughing like, who cares? If your showers don't get cleaned today and your laundry's not folded, who cares? <laughs> I think at the end of the day, I've just learned like, are you, are you alive? Are your kids alive? Do you have a good experience in your life? And the shower being clean, it, it's important. I'm, I like my house clean. You know that. like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, it, at what cost and who made the deadline? Like – you know, it, yeah, that's the thing, though. We're like, you know, sometimes partners or whatever, because like sometimes Madsen will be like, okay, there's too much clutter. And I'm like, okay, like, I know. And that's more pressure on us. But at the same time, it's like, well, what's the difference of tomorrow going to make to today? Or what's the difference of whatever when I can replenish today and then do even more tomorrow? It's a, it's a law of sacrifices or a lot of trades, you know, like, which one's going to benefit me better in the long run? Yeah, it's true. It's hard. It's it really is hard. hard. Because like you said earlier, it feels selfish sometimes like to do these things. Yes. And that's what we need to talk about is selfishness because it's interesting. The more that I've gone into mommyhood, the more that I've seen. I mean, I, I heard about it before, but girl, like when you're in the mommyhood club, it is mm-hmm. very different because mommies judge mommies and it's not nice. Mommies I don't know do why. Why do we judge each other? Like, stop judging. Like, okay, first off, can we just note that? Like, why, why are we hating on each other? Y'all got right. your own journey. Why are we hating on each other? Yeah, it's awkward. Or like, it is awkward. People it's like compare just themselves to you. Support each other. Let's yeah. move on. You know, like, we don't yeah. need to be so judgmental and well, rude. And I get like, everybody has their own journey. But like, dude, we not need to compare on our journeys because they're all very different. But the more that I've been in it, the more I'm realizing that there's this internal pressure as well as external pressure of you want to give your baby everything. You want to be a mommy, you know, you want to be available, all of that. But then it comes at a sacrifice to ourselves and to our relationship, which a lot of people have this in their head of like your kids come first and then your relationship and then you, and that list is a complete opposite list. (laughs) It's literally total reverse. It should come you, your relationship, and then your kid. Because that's how they came in order, right? And if you're good, think about it like how it was built. You were okay, and then you found your partner. Then you guys were okay, and then you had a kid. And then that's how it was built, right? So if you like trade back how it was built, then you're destroying the whole system that literally made it so that they could come into existence to begin with. (laughs) Like logically, that doesn't make sense, right? Right. Um, So that's where I think at times it's, people have a hard time with that and accepting that. It's because in Shakespeare, they use the word issues for children. So like <laughs> they did. Well, it's like, I'm not using it fully. Right. But I, I was grading some vocabulary papers the other day from a Shakespeare class. I'm helping co-teach and I was laughing at the way they had used the word issues. So now we can just refer to our children as issues and it should create issues. It's fine. Yeah. No, but I think, I think that's really funny. <laughs> well, don't put your issues first. Put yourself first. You know what? That's actually a really like true statement. Don't put your issues first because people always think if I go and solve the issue, then I'm going to be okay. 
And it's, no, you should check yourself first. Are you okay? So then you can address the issues, which that's the number one thing that we were always taught when we were going into therapy room. Issues as in baggage and emotional stuff you're carrying or children. I mean, tomato, tomato. (laughs) I mean, don't they bring the baggage? No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Banks not sleeping last night was not, you know, (laughs) not going into this recording. (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. My baby's perfect. Not really. Um, (laughs) He's the cutest. He is. Yeah. So I think that's one thing. Another thing, too, to avoid burnout is really like, get protective like you got to think of this as get protective of your of your times that are self-care like me I told you like working out is a really big one for me or walking or anything like that really like helps reset me or showers or like getting ready in the day and and that's where we've made sure as a couple when we were transitioning over that we both kind of knew each other's zones like I know what my husband needs he knows what I need and whenever we're both going to do those activities we're available for the other one so that they can be accomplished and that's like real life application to prioritize that stuff because that's basic. Like, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, a lot of new mommies don't shower or get ready when they are like new mommies. And that to me is like number one priority. If I don't shower in a day, like I'm not doing good. Or if I don't even shower like twice, I like my showers. (laughs) Um, Like we don't, we're not having a good time here. And that's where Madsen's always like, go do that now. Well, he probably is multi reasons on that, but you know, Please shower, Taylor. You smell like baby mama. I'm just kidding. You stink and your hair is a mess. Yeah, that's probably really what it is. Um, and then there's the bigger activities that we do for self care. So, like me and you, we go get our nails done. My favorite story was of you though with your your hands cracked. Do you remember that one? Oh, I remember that one. Every I've always had a problem living in Washington State. I don't know. My hands sweat in the summer, and then in the Winter, they would dry out like witch hands and then they would just crack and bleed and I had to sleep with like this medicated ointment on them and plastic bags and socks. It was really bad. (laughs) I'd have them like they would crinkle in my sleep and then they wouldn't sleep. But since Tay has been better about helping me prioritize self-care, which I still am not good at, but we do make it to the nail salon usually at least once a month and it has helped my hands not crack and bleed. And I... It's been about two years of not having to sleep with plastic bags and socks and very sticky ointment. So that is a that is a bravo for me. At least that is some progress. Brit is now bag free for the last two years. years. Bag free. I'm not a bag lady. 2021. Bag free. <laughs> bag free since 2021. <laughs> I don't know if that's something to brag about, but I think that's just a real life application again of something so small of self-care creates a lot of other repercussions too because now like your kids see well you're willing to take time out of your day to take care of yourself so they're starting to model that too and that's something as simple as oh sorry go ahead no go ahead i was like something as simple as going and getting my nails painted then has translated to oh my nails look pretty therefore i need to wear gloves when i do dishes or i need to put Mm -hmm. lotion on my hands before bed or i need to get a more moisturizing soap like that is so Like you would never think that, you know, A would lead to Z, but it has literally been life changing just going and getting my nails painted. Well, it's like, you don't know what you need sometimes. It's an unraveling of things too. You're right. Like you don't know what you need sometimes. And I think for me, like even when I was pregnant, like I couldn't control a lot of things about my body changing, but at least I had pretty nails and I'd always look at those and be like, oh, they are pretty or like. 
um, before I would always like, you know, look at my nails and be like, I should get ready because I have nice nails and I should do my makeup to reflect, you know, like for us, it was an unlocking of this triggers X, Y, or Z for us. And it's going to lead to other things, but it also shows like, I care enough about myself to prioritize this and it models it for other people. Like some of my teenagers would always compliment my nails and they would be like, you always have your nails done. Yeah, I always have my nails done because they're an anxiety coping skill for me and they also make me feel good about myself. And then it led to them doing the same thing. Like they would go take time to go get their nails done because, you know, and that's where. Yeah. And it's not a vanity thing. It's like a, it, we like this it. is, it, we like it and it leads to other things. Yeah, it, it's I'm going to be honest, of, for me, it is ahead. vanity kind of like, it's okay to have a zone. And this is where I think we're all like worried about like that zone. But no, I want to be pretty. Like I want to look nice. I, I, I like confession, maybe that makes me shallow. But like, no, I want to no, look nice and be pretty. So yeah, if it adds to me feeling pretty, and if it adds to me looking pretty, sure. That's vanity, maybe, but I'm down. Like, and it's so funny because, like, I will spend time on clothes, and I I love Mm -hmm. shopping and clothes. But then today, like, I think I told you, you're like, "Pretty, your hair looks really cute," and I'm like, "Oh, it's because I curled in, and it's not on a Sunday, Mm -hmm. right? This is a Friday." And I was like, I felt so self conscious all day that my hair was down and looked pretty. Like that should not be something I would feel yep self conscious about, but I did. Like. Oh, I should, I looked vain. I shouldn't have done this. But at the same time, I had taken that time this morning to do self-care. And then I blamed myself all day for the self-care. Yes. <laughs> and then you didn't like it, which I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it looks fabulous. Why are we sad about that? And in my head, I'm mm-hmm. thinking like on the days that, and that's, that's the difference. I think over time you've like let yourself shame yourself over looking good or liking how you look. And that was one thing I had a a professor kind of chew me out about this and be like, you have a stimulus value. You need to accept what you are. And this was going back to like another conversation I need to have with them about other things, but they're like, you are a pretty human. You take care of yourself. You need to accept that that's a part of who you are. And that's a part of your identity and your clients are going to interact with that. And that's okay. And that was the first time I had somebody like basically tell me like vanity is a part of what you are. And there's no shame in that. Like own it. (laughs) I was like, Oh, but how I apply it, I don't go and be like, I am so gorgeous. Cause like, no, that's not but what I'm I saying. I don't think it's like vanity. Like you're not exactly. putting yourself being vain. I think it's just taking pride in who you are. Exactly. And realizing your self-worth. It, this whole conversation keeps reminding me of that Malcolm Gladwell principle. Do you remember Taylor, the broken window? Like yeah, principle but from one of Malcolm Gladwell's books. I'm trying to remember it fully. So go ahead and explain it. So this was in like a neighborhood, right? I think he had used an urban neighborhood as an analogy. So they're in a, in urban neighborhoods. Typically there's certain areas that aren't as well kept up. They aren't quite as nice. And then it leads to more, um, it leads to more problems, right? It leads to more crime. It leads to more graffiti. It leads to more drug problems, et cetera, et cetera. And then the area gets worse. So the Malcolm Gladwell theory, the broken window, can't I think it's just I don't remember but the broken window theory basically we'll just call it that for now sorry Malcolm um is that if you were to start to fix this up right like let's say you have a building in the middle of this area and you put the glass all the way around it is nice and then the building next door is like oh this is really nice we're gonna put the building around have all of the windows fixed there and so then by the time you know it this one thing has been a catalyst for change in so many other areas and so if we're able to look at ourselves as kind of those broken windows 
right? We can affect change on ourselves. So like Taylor and I said, maybe it starts with nails and then it's, oh, I'm going to wear some hoop earrings. And then it goes to all of, you know, okay, today is a Friday and I just curled my hair. But I think that we can have more change for positives if we look at ourselves like we're worth it, just like those buildings in Malcolm Gladwell's theories for not just ourselves, but for the greater good. Hmm? Yes, that is Yes. And it's not, it's not selfish. It's not vanity. It's respecting what you are and who you are. And that's where I think people get those confused. If I don't want to be selfish, I don't want to overbear. It's how do you honor what you have and who you are, are representing and who you want to become. And if you're not honoring that, then what are you doing? You're, you're dishonoring it, right? There's really no on the fence between the two. Like you're either honoring or dishonoring. Well, <laughs> I feel like as I'm saying this, I don't want people to think every day I'm curling my hair and all that, because like I said, this was the first time in a long time. I just got my first haircut, what, Tay, in over a year. But also what's wrong with that? Nothing. But no, but I'm but just saying. But that's where it's like, that's your like, own. I didn't you take care of myself. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those find like find some rooms to grow on things. And for me right now, it was stupid. I mean, like, no, I it's fabulous. <laughs> but, no, but that's, that's why I think it's fabulous of we all have our own journey of a zone that we need to be better at like honoring and loving and taking care of. Right. Like that's yeah. where, you know, like mine would be like, I let things slide on some of my diet stuff for like, I really shouldn't have carbs and I should not, or not carbs, the gluten gluten. I get more yeah. blood and I should not have dairy because I'm lactose intolerant, but I let those <laughs> slide, you know, but then I can feel all the effects of how it makes me hurt more. My tummy hurts more. I get more anxiety when it happens. Like, and, and there's always a zone for everybody of how can you honor yourself? How can you like better self care? So it's not, don't beat yourself up about it. I mean, they're going to be different for everybody. It's just recognize that when you do do it, there's probably going to be some judgment or you're going to be like worried about something like you were today where you're like, I felt so snooty doing my hair. Great. Own that snootiness, girl. You be snooty because who did you didn't put anybody down. You didn't like say other people should do this as like me. You didn't have that expectation of anybody else. It was simply you didn't even have the expectation. I need to do this every single day because I know tomorrow I'm going to see you and your hair is going to be in a bun on your head halfway forward. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's a realistic expectation of this isn't going to be every day, but the more I do it, the more it makes me happy. And that's great. That's a self-care thing that is replenishing who you are as a person. So like the nails thing, as dumb as it sounds to a lot of people, like it took my husband for forever to figure it out. But he finally did when he saw me like trying to do my nails at home and I was like sobbing because <laughs> they went really bad, guys. The really fake bad. nails that got stuck and it was – It yeah. got stuck and then like it got destroyed in the acetone trying to take it off. Uh, and it was just – oh my goodness, it was like the worst thing. That was a thing. mess. Oh, was that so was bad. a mess. And it smelled so bad, like burnt plastic. And I think I was pregnant too at the time. I don't even remember. It was bad. I don't even know. I don't even know. It was really bad, guys. So, hey, if you were to give a little checklist to listeners, how can we be better at practicing this concept of self-care? What would be a little checklist that you would Step give Step one is recognize w- what you need. Like this is an emotion-based thing, not like a, oh, I need to go do this, this, and this. That's not what we're asking for. We're asking for like, what do you feel like you're missing in life? What do you feel like you need to replenish? What emotion is drained? That's the first step, okay. right? So like – I'm a little burned out too. So right now I feel like I have some compassion fatigue. Compassion fatigue is like where you feel like you're taking care of everybody else and you're just kind of like floating there, which is really common for new mommies, mommies. (laughs) 
it's common for a lot of people, right? Like compassion fatigue is like number one. Okay. So if you feel like you're taking care of everybody else, then what you need is either to be taken care of or to take care of yourself. Finally, usually though, it's like to be taken care of somehow. So like getting nails done is honestly a big thing for me because somebody is doing something for me and I don't have to worry about repaying them. It's a right. It's a here's my money. Do something for me, right? Or facial well, is the same way. Was I'm going to order pizza from Costco, and yes. that has me feeling like I have compassion fatigue today. I do not have full capacity to make dinner. I was talking to a friend today that yeah. she had realized Thursdays before a long day on Fridays at school where she had a bunch of responsibility. She's like, "We will get pizza every Thursday." Like that's just their families now. Yeah, stand-in guideline. She's like, "I can't do it. I can't do it." I'm going to get pizza on Thursdays. Done. I love that. And But then like, don't ever question it when people look at you or second guess it. Like that's what you need for your self-care. Protect that. Like people are going to always have an opinion on it. Like people have an opinion on me not breastfeeding. Like I protected what was good for me and my family and my relationships by not doing it. And I don't have to justify it. No. And that friend that I was talking to just today, you know, that was saying I had made an executive decision. I told my husband, we're doing pizzas on Thursdays. And right after she told me that she was so funny because she's like, oh, I know it's not like super healthy, but the pepperoni is protein and I served it with a fruit. And, you know, and I was like, I don't need to be just like, you're fine. And you're doing what needs to be done for you and your large and young family right now. Like you, it doesn't need to be justified. Nope. Just, Yeah. Do what makes it easier for you. Take care of you. Yep. So self-care should not be justified. It should not be like qualifications for other people. It's literally what, what do you feel like you're missing and what's going to fill your bucket up? Like facials for some people would not replenish them. Mine does it because it's a compassion thing. Somebody else is serving me. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Like walks outside or like hikes for me are replenishing for when I'm feeling like, overwhelmed or overstimulated because it's outside of that kind of stuff. I get to move my body. I get to have a goal if I feel like I'm not like achieving stuff, if I'm procrastinating, things like that. So it's try and connect like this activity with this thing that I need. And the more that you can connect those two, the more you're going to find a pattern to what you probably need and similar activities every time that you need it. You want to mix up those activities though, like nails every time you can't do nails every time. Like you <laughs> no. get a you can afford it and your be your nails would die. So, you would have yeah. no nails. Um so you gotta like have a wide range of things that can sub in. Yeah. So that's good. Going for a walk, um, listening to your favorite music, mm-hmm. going and doing the creative project. I know Playing those are all things for me to help. taking shows, yeah. like watching a show and making sure that I don't do anything else. Brittany, you're not the best at that one, but that would be really I was good. like snuggling a baby and watching a show. Uh, can we please finish the Elvis movie tonight? <laughs> you can <laughs> snuggle him. <laughs> was Thanks. A good movie, that's though. a yes. Yeah. We're halfway through it. Okay. No, it's a good movie. Um, what I had an idea though, and I think I'm gonna like build it and post it on our Instagram was we're gonna do a fall self care checklist. We love oh, yeah. fall. You can yeah. tell me your yeah. Yeah, so I'll build it um over the weekend and we can post it when this one comes out on Monday. But I um we love fall, so we're gonna do like an activity that you can do like a checklist each day to like do fall and you can start it with us in October. We'll do it starting October 1st, but we'll post it next week so you can prep for it. And there'll be a mix of activities where you can do some at home or some like, you know, activities or or a maze of apple cider. Yeah. Yeah. Like the big thing I've been waiting for my house to get put back together. 
after it flooded and everything else, like it's been a hot mess. So it's taken since Banks was born, which is almost a month now on Monday. So yeah, speaking of self-care, Taylor, your September so, has been all over. It has, just like yours. <laughs> so my self-care activity that I was actually planning on is when we get our house moved back together, we're going to do a family night on Saturday or Sunday and do like a fall movie and have like a fall like treat and do like that kind of thing. We'll have our decorations out and stuff. So I know it takes a little bit of prep for me, but that's like my payoff for I finally get my house back and I get to celebrate it with like fall night with my family. And that's where, you know, that's a self-care activity for me of, of like starting new and everything. Or yesterday was like putting our kitchen back together and I got to organize everything and have my kitchen normal and like actually have dinner in our kitchen. So sometimes they don't look like super self-care-ish, like a self-care list. It's a little different, but it's still feeling that need of celebrating or honoring or protecting the space or thing that you haven't had. Yeah, that's good. I mean, these are all very good reminders. I should be like taking down furious notes, but. It's okay. You have me who's just going to sit there and be like, we're doing this now. So yeah. Brittany, go do your hair. Brittany, (laughs) did you eat anything today? Brittany. (laughs) Did you eat anything today? I did. I did. Oh, good job. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of stuff that you like love to harp on me about. All of that. I do all that. you eat? (laughs) (laughs) I'm an egg. Uh, Anyways. I think it's good to have people who, if it's something that you struggle with, I mean, such as myself, it's good to have people who encourage you to take care of yourself. I mean, my sister's great at that. My mom's great at that. Even my daughter is learning that now Mm -hmm. because of the model that my sister and my mom have set for her. Like Mm -hmm. she will be like, mom, I think that you really need to go take some time to do this or, you know, and it's really sweet. So, but like one of your biggest ones out of your personality, like mine is more movement and like outdoor stuff. Yours is creating. And yeah, that is for me. uh, Yeah. Like, no, when you do stuff. (laughs) Furniture, refurbishment, things like or refurbishment or whatever. Like you love to do. Oh yeah, furniture. Love to you love to furniture, do- oh, yeah. make stuff. I think I have a project waiting for me uh, with disco balls and a star garland that still isn't done, and that's exciting to me. That is <laughs> that's so like your reward. Yeah, that's like yeah. your payoff of Laundry Mountain being done is you get your disco yeah. ball. I yeah. fold Laundry Mountain. I get to go finish my disco ball garland. I mean, obvious. <laughs> and I got a new album 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 the other day for the record player. So your house no is so much to. more fun than mine. <laughs> yeah, but if you come look at my house, I mean, ADHD and Laundry Mountain are real. I'm not gonna so. lie, your house sounds like rocking place. I it almost break my neck every time I go in my laundry room sink. So don't be too jealous. But we will have a disco ball garland. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for when you got it. You were look like a kid in a candy store. And that's oh, what we're I'm looking so for is find those moments where you do feel like a kid in a candy store. Like whatever that brings it out for you. There's a wide range, hobbies, books, movies, music, like shoes. explore things. We love shoes. We love clothes. My husband yeah. asked why I always troll on like looking through clothes on things. And I'm like, because it makes me happy. Like it does. It makes me happy to look at stuff. You so buy it all the time, but like, but at least at I'm it. looking, at least I'm looking. And that's all we're asking for is just take time to really be like, this is what I need and connect those dots. Yes. If you have questions of anything else that you would like to know about self-care or ideas, reach out to us in our comments or DM us. We love to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Thanks for listening today. Thanks.